0: Hello, hello, Aisha Grove here, the host of the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I just want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you showed up today. You are here and ready for this discussion, and I'm excited for you to walk away encouraged. Hey there. I hope that your day is off to a great start, and I'm excited that you're here with me. I am out here recording and it is a gloomy day right now in Indiana and I'm hoping for some rain actually because rain is my God loves me sign so I am one of those people. And the funny thing is is I had a friend who is from Africa and he was telling me when I had first met him that he looks for the rain and because a lot of times it's very dry there, not much rain happens, there's lots of famine And so when he saw the rain growing up there, they would just get so excited because it just meant abundance and it meant that the plants would grow and the crops would grow. And it was just a great thing. So regardless of what you think of the rain, if you're one of those people that just wants to stay in the house or you're okay being out in it, then I hope wherever you are that you have an awesome day today. All right, so you're in for a treat today. One of my listeners, Just Blades Rolling from Instagram, asked a question on a video that I posted recently talking about writing down your ideas or your dreams, your purpose. The question says, "I try to understand, how does one know what his or her vision is and then to act upon it? So if one doesn't know how to know?" So I asked him a follow-up question on this and he clarified and so this question is referring to not having any idea at all about what God wants you to pursue, not having any idea what purpose God has for you in your life. So first, I just want to thank him for putting out this question and if you are a regular listener or you're new to my audience, please ask questions. I love when you do that, because it helps me to know what content you're interested in hearing about. So let's dive right in. I have seven tips for finding God's purpose for your life and a bonus at the end as well. Keep in mind that this is just from my point of view, but all in all, I just hope to be a blessing to someone and help someone today that will feel a lot further along in finding what their purpose is in this life so first things first let's talk about what purpose is and some signs that you maybe lack purpose in life so the meaning of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created for which it exists or have as one's intention or aim some signs that you might lack purpose are maybe you feel like you're just going through the motions like there's no aim or goals or Things that you want to achieve in life, or I'm not excited about the day ahead. Now, this is not meaning that every single day you're gonna feel 100% and be on top, because we all know that there's days when you're just like, I don't have the energy. You're trying to reach for that outside motivation. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about day to day life. If you feel like you just don't have any will to get through your day or any drive, and that can also be a sign. And then the last one that I have is just that you're complacent with the way that you're living your life or you're apathetic to wanting to change. You don't care to change the things that are going on in your life. Then you probably lack some purpose. Whatever your reason that you're here listening to this episode, my goal is that you'll walk away feeling more confident in what steps you need to take to find your true purpose in this life. You're gonna wanna grab a pen and some paper to take some notes and follow along. I will be sharing some Bible verses as well as some stories um, to just help us understand this topic a little better. Number one is to seek God. The Bible says in multiple verses that if you seek me, you will find me. Proverbs 18, 17 says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen says, And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. Verse is telling us to seek him wholeheartedly. You can't have your will and your way. When you seek him, you're seeking his will and not your own. John five thirty says, I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father, which have sent me." You're probably wondering, how do I seek God? And that leads me into point number two, which is ask God to reveal the things in your life that are pushing you away from Him in surrender. Ask Him to reveal what you're putting before Him. So think about different things in your life, idols, sin, or even things that aren't helping you in any way. First John 5.21 says, Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Whenever I hear of the word idols in the Bible, I always think of the prophets of Baal and graven images and things like that. But idols can be money, TV, music, relationships, yourself, material things, food, even. Anything that you are putting before God can become an idol. So once you figure out what those things are, then you can pray to God and surrender to him. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Let God know that you mean business about putting him first in your life. Remember growing up in church and being a teenager and going to the teen center and the youth ministries and just surrendering my life just about every other weekend and this is not telling you to do that and it's not for people to look at you and say oh wow that person is fully surrendered to god it's not for that it's between you and god you and god both know exactly what you're committed to and the change that is going to have to take place inside your heart and your mind in order to do this Remember, you're not messing around here. You're trying to find your purpose in this life. You want to walk around confidently and also with the strength of God there backing you up and the power of God on your life. And so this this is just a step that you take to let God know, hey, I'm, I'm giving my will to you. Not only that, but it also lets God know that you trust him and you believe that he will do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think and that he's got you. Next tip number three is to spend time in the word and pray every day. Now, this can look any way that makes sense to you. Everyone doesn't learn the same, everyone doesn't connect the same and so I want you to choose what you will be able to do on a daily basis. Just like in life, there's things that we don't have to remind ourselves to do every day, like brush our teeth or take a shower. Those are things that are embedded in our routine because we do it without having to think about it. So, that's the approach that I want you to take with this. It's about connection. It's not about a checklist. And it looks different for every single person. And so whatever makes the most sense to you that you will do consistently is what you should adapt and add into your everyday life. So for some, for praying, it might be, I need to, as soon as I wake up, say a short prayer and ask God to guide you and give you wisdom and discernment. And a short prayer can go something like this. God, thank you for waking me up today. I pray that you go before me today guide me in the path that i should go give me wisdom to learn from today and discernment to understand the people the situations and what your power is in my life today is the day that you made for me and i trust you in all things amen i need you to understand that when you pray to god and you tell him things you ask him for guidance that He can be trusted. You can trust God. You're in a safe space when you talk to him. And it's hard to believe that. It's hard to believe that when you open up to someone else that they will take what you say and use it for your good instead of against you. And so when you come from a place of hurt in your life, it's hard to pray. It's hard to ask for help. It's hard to lean on someone else and trust someone else when you're used to operating in your own strength and you're used to operating alone. So this will feel very different. And so don't be afraid of that and expect it. Another way that you can talk to God is by going on prayer walks. If you go for a walk, you have a dog, you walk your dog, or you go on a walk after your dinner each day, or you walk to your mailbox, then you can talk to God. I love that one person I heard say that when they do their prayer walks they put their headphones on and so they have their headphones and they're walking around and they're talking to God and people around them just think that they're talking on the phone with someone. So if you feel insecure about that, that's a way to get around it. So just definitely use that tip if you need it. With getting the word in your life. I love that there's so many tools and resources out there today that you can use to help you. There's the Bible app. If you like to listen to audio, then you can hear scriptures and verses being read to you daily. There is a Bible verse calendar now that you can flip it each day and there's a new verse on there. And it's something quick and simple that you're still getting the word into your life. So that is a simple thing that you can incorporate. Now, if you're like me and you need a physical book in hand, then I suggest starting out reading a Proverbs or Psalms every day. And you don't have to read a whole chapter. You can read 10 verses from a chapter every day. You can pick one of those 10 verses to write down on a three by five index card. And then you can take it and tape it on your mirror or your refrigerator or take it with you to work and carry it with you or put it up on your desk at work or at home where you are frequently visiting and whatever makes sense to you is something that you can do you can also try to memorize one verse every day or every week or one verse every month again there is no cookie cutter way to do this let me know in the comments which of these you already do or which ones you plan on incorporating Remember, this is about finding your purpose. So you wanna tap into every single avenue that is going to get you to where you need to go. Number four, if you don't know your purpose and you're trying to figure it out, think about the things you care about in the world. What things light your fire? What things are things that you would wake up every day and fight for or try to change in this world? Those things that you care about are in your heart for a reason. The Bible says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're an individual. Your soul knows it and wants to connect to that. So think about the things that you care about and use that for good. So many examples in the Bible on where people use their passions for wrong instead of for what God intended them to be for and one story in particular I can think of is Moses and when he was growing up and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew one of his own people and he was passionate about helping his people and he went and killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand now that was the wrong way to use his passions but when he used the desire that god gave him to fight for his people for right then god turned it around for his glory so think about when the hebrew children were enslaved and he had to go to pharaoh and said let my people go and you think of that story and just the grace and the mercy and the goodness and the power of god on his life when he owned what god had given him on his heart and used it for God's glory. I think of how Esther used that passion for right where she had a love for her people when she went to the king to plead for the life of Mordecai and for her people even though she knew it would take her life and that was a true testament of how she was able to be used of God for good. So I just want to encourage you to take time to write down some things that you really, really care about that matter to you. That if you were able to wake up every day and do this one thing, what would it be? If you're still not sure, I want you to take out a sheet of paper. Right now, go get your sheet of paper and your pen or your pencil and get ready to write some stuff down. I want you to write down 10 things that they would just be a dream. If you were able to do them every single day, You would feel like wow I love my life I love what I'm doing and write all of those 10 things down and then out of the 10 select the one that stands out to you the most the one that if money wasn't a factor or your situation wasn't a factor if you could wake up doing this every day you know that you would not get tired of it it wouldn't feel like You're working, it would feel like something that you love and you're willing to put in the work and commit to making it happen. That's the one that you need to circle. If you need to take the time to pause and do this exercise, then please do so and then come back when you're ready maybe saying to yourself like but I want what God wants for my life how do I know what he wants for my life he is not going to put something on your heart or on your mind if it isn't from him when it comes to the things that you care about the most in this world because he made you as an individual and if you took the steps that I have already suggested before this you're seeking God you're praying you're putting him first you're putting the word in your life to help bring clarity then The Bible says, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. It means your desires and his plans for your life will align. So just take a step towards that dream that you have and God will order the rest of your steps. I remember when I was hearing one of my coaches at Orange Theory yelling at us, and he said, we're mailbox running, ah, and he was just on 20, and we were just like, what is going on? We couldn't even think at that moment, we were dripping sweat on the treadmills, and he was explaining later what he meant when he said we were mailbox running, he explained that when he was a kid, he had to train for sports, And so he had to build up his endurance. And so what he did was he couldn't run far. So what he did is he looked at the mailbox that was closest to him, the nearest one, and he said, okay, I'm just gonna run to that mailbox. And then then once he got there, he would try to go to the next mailbox and the next mailbox. And sometimes in life, we want the whole picture. We want God to just tell me your plan, show me the way. And he's like, I just want you to get to the mailbox. And then that action will bring clarity. And then you're gonna get to the next mailbox and he'll show you more and more. And before you know it, you're gonna be like, what in the world? Like, God brought me all the way here? And that's when you get into the exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think, because God's gonna take care of the rest. If you completed that exercise, I don't want you to stop there. I want you to tell me and the others, and don't be afraid to post this either on my Instagram or on my podcast um, platform, just put on there, I am doing this and this is what I'm pursuing. And I'm going to make sure that I support you and we pray for you and we encourage you along the way. I'm so proud of you because if you did just that small exercise, you've already taken one action step towards your dreams, and I'm so proud of you. And we can't stop there. So that leads me to tip number five, which is find a mentor, coach, or role model to be someone you can lean on for guidance. Now, this can be someone who is a coach or mentor. It can be somebody who is close to you, um, that you really respect and you can rely on, but also it can be an organization doing what you desire to do that you can learn from them one suggestion that I have for this is to make sure that it's not someone that is in your same age range you want to get advice from somebody who's lived a little bit or a lot of bit of life more than you and has experience in the passion the desire the dream that you have for your own life when you find that person you are going to make sure that you allow them access to be real and raw with you and brutally honest because sometimes when we're among our friends or our family they tell us what we want to hear they're like you're awesome you're the best you're great and sometimes they let us slack off when we shouldn't they're like you work so hard you should take a break and another break and another break and so like it can lead to like you going back to square one and you don't want that look at this mentor as your guide, whether it's somebody who's willing to take you under their wing or it's somebody that you're like, I need to do some research and look for someone who I really admire and they're doing what I'm doing. And then maybe you're going to invest in their services. And essentially you're investing in yourself. So don't be afraid of that. Be okay with putting yourself out there for you and for your future and for what God has for you, whatever way that looks like and make sure you go all in for yourself. Think of Nehemiah in the Bible who was eight years old and he became king and he surrounded himself by wise counselors and when he stayed under their influence and took what they have said and applied it, he succeeded. And so you wanna make sure That you are having a cabinet of counselors or wise people in your life. And sometimes you have to put yourself close to that person. Sometimes you have to reach out and connect in that way to get that relationship. So I'm just asking you to do this with one person. Now, who is your person? I want you to write their name down and write down a goal between this week and next week of a day and a time when you are going to have reached out to them. six is write it down and carry an attitude of gratitude. Now that you've decided on that one thing, you are going to then take this a step further into getting to the purpose that God has for you. So every morning and every evening, make sure you're writing this down, you are gonna wake up and write down what your dream is in the present tense. Maybe saying like, my dream doesn't have anything to do with like sharing the gospel with the world or being a preacher or being in a ministry or doing any of that and that's okay. And I have an example for you. Now, I met a teenager through a mentoring program that I participate in and I learned from him how he was able to pursue something that he was really passionate about. Him and his friends, and this is a high school senior, got together and they were like, we wanna help students learn how to take care of their finances and have a better understanding of money. He just loved working with money. He was already an entrepreneur working in business himself. And so he wanted to teach his fellow peers how to do this as well. So he and his group of friends got together and met, and this started out as just a dream or vision. This past year, they raised $36,000 from a funder that came in and heard about their vision and really wanted to support them. This student created a financial literacy program that was students helping students learn how to handle money and how to understand money in high school and beyond. They started out with a seed project and now they are a nonprofit organization and they are duplicating their services and other schools and providing resources, not only for students, but for, for teachers and families as well. So I am here to tell you that your desire doesn't have to be something that is specifically a spiritual thing, but it is something that you truly are passionate about and you desire every morning you're gonna wake up and you're gonna take a few minutes to envision your dream and the step that you're gonna take today that is going to help you get closer to that dream and you are going to write it in present tense for that teenager it might have been something like I help over a thousand students ditch their insecurities around money and live confidently knowing that their money will work for them and they have a secure financial future the reason why you want to do this is because that taps into your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is dream and what is reality and so the more that you replay this scenario in your mind the more that you will want to act it out and actually fulfill this. That's just a little bit of brain talk for you, but we'll get back to the rest now. Don't just write this down half-heartedly. You want to do this with your whole heart. You want to make sure that you are putting your energy and your feelings into this and dreaming about what this will feel like when you actually get to that dream that you are really wanting to happen. Now, this shouldn't take longer than two minutes, but Again, you want to do this in the morning when you wake up and you can also do this again at night. After you write that down, you are going to ask yourself, what is one thing that I can do today that is going to take me closer to that dream? Just one thing, the most important thing. What is that action step going to be for today? You just need to do some research on it. Maybe you need to ask someone a question about it. Maybe you need to go to the library and see what free resources are available to help you towards this goal. You're gonna write that one thing down and you're gonna make that your goal for the day. Then later on before bed, you're going to write out your dream again. And then you're gonna ask yourself, how did I do on accomplishing that goal that I had for myself today? And then you're gonna ask yourself, Now, how can I make tomorrow 1% better towards my dream? Going to do this every day. Now, when I said earlier to carry an attitude of gratitude, we wanna make sure that we are thankful. The Bible says that it's the will of God for us to have thanksgiving. God wants us to be grateful for what we have. And then when we show that we're grateful, and we're good stewards of what he's given us he will give you more so make sure that when you write down your dream you're also writing down what you're currently grateful for and thank god because he is going to bless you beyond your wildest dreams tip number seven is don't try to do it on your own don't be a lone wolf now when you're out here and you're trying to do the work behind the scenes on yourself to get to your purpose, that's necessary. But you need a community of people that support you. And so in addition to a mentor, you also wanna make sure that you join a community of like-minded people who are wanting to find their purpose, they're wanting to do God's will, they're wanting to grow. Now you can find free online Facebook groups for this, networking groups, in-person meetups, the things that align with what you want to do for your dream. You want to make sure that you're doing what you can to make it happen maybe listening and thinking i just wanted to find my purpose and this woman just gave me more work to do i want to drill it in your mind that action brings clarity take action and more will be revealed take action and then a little bit more will be revealed continue to rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and Before you know it, you're gonna feel confident. You're gonna feel secure. You're gonna feel like you are knowing exactly who your identity is in Christ, and then you will find your purpose, and God is gonna continue the work in you until the day of Christ, and you're going to influence people and change you, and in doing so, you're going to change the world, my friend. Don't give up. Keep the faith. Grow not weary in well-doing. And you're gonna receive your reward if you faint not. Right now, I promised you a bonus, and you're gonna hear this a lot in my different shows that I do, but give yourself some grace. Don't seek perfection, seek consistency. If you're like, I said I was gonna pray and read my Bible every day and I didn't do it and I missed it and all this, all you do is just continue where you are and move forward. But you're a new creature in Christ so we're not going to dwell on the past we're not going to dwell on what-ifs we're going to talk about what happened that day and then we're going to say how can I make the next day a little bit better and then you're going to go from there and you're going to lean on God for his strength and you're going to connect with him regularly and then you're going to continually renew your mind. And that process, that is going to be your transformation, that is going to lead you right to your purpose that God has for you. I'm so excited for you. I'm cheering for you. And I want to hear a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, what God has done for you and is doing in your life and all of the great things that you're accomplishing because that's how great our God is. You got this, my friend. Stay encouraged. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If this was valuable to you, please be sure to leave a review. Hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when the next episode launches. And also be sure to share this with someone you love. If you are looking for more resources on how to stay encouraged, please click the link in the description and I'll be happy to serve you. I'm looking forward to the next time. Stay encouraged.